We know the Islanders need more goal scoring, and we know Oliver Wallstrom has the potential to do it. But when he returns healthy next season, what's the best place to put him in the lineup? We'll discuss that and a lot more on today's Locked On Islanders podcast. Tees it up, and a save is made by Bobrovsky. Nelson, Barzell with the open net, and he scores! Hi, and welcome to the Locked On Islanders podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Gil Martin. I'm an Islanders columnist and historian. And I wrote the book Ice Wars, which covers the complete history of the Islanders' rivalry with the Rangers from 1972 to the modern era. And welcome, everybody, to the Thursday edition of the Locked On Islanders podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. want to thank everyone for making Locked On Islanders your first listen every day. Don't forget to subscribe on YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts. And you can now also hear Locked On Islanders on Sirius XM. Just search for Locked On Islanders on the SXM app. Lots to discuss on today's show, but first, if there's something Islanders related on your mind, if you have a question, a comment, maybe something you'd like us to discuss on a future episode, feel free to send us an email. The email address is LockedOnIslanders at gmail.com. And if you leave your first name and where you're from, we are happy to mention you on the show when we discuss whatever it is that's on your mind. You can also follow the show on Twitter, at LockedOnIsles, and you can follow me, Gil Martin, on Twitter. I'm at IceWars, N-Y-R-V-S-N-Y-I. We'll keep you up to date on Twitter for all the latest Islanders news notes and happenings during a busy and important offseason. That includes hirings, firings, trade rumors, free agency, and the draft. So we'll have it all for you here throughout the offseason on Locked on Islanders. Wanted to start this episode off talking a little bit about Oliver Wallstrom. Because I, I just think Wally is an important piece of the puzzle next year. We all know that this Islander team needs more offensive ability. We know that, you know, they were 22nd in the league in goals scored. We know they were 30th in the league on the power play. Clearly, we have been talking, uh, and everydayers, you know this, we have been talking for not just this year, (laughs) but last offseason and last year, We've been talking that the Islanders need to add a sniper, a goal scorer, somebody who is going to help this team light the lamp. And even if they don't play a style of hockey that is wide open and conducive to, you know, 50 goal scorers and 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 maximizing your offense, the point is that the Islanders need players in their lineup right now who are capable of at least converting more of the chances they will get, assuming that the overall philosophy stays more or less the same. 
So what does this mean? Uh, you look at the roster, and certainly the Islanders could get more offense from Bo Horvat than they got last year. But the wild card in all of this, the one player on the roster who is most likely to be able to get the Islanders up a notch without having to make a trade or sign a free agent, and we all know the cap crunch, and we all know the uh, the philosophy of Lou Lamorello has rarely been, yeah, I'm going to go out and spend $9.5 million on a big-ticket free agent, and between you, me, and the lamppost, big-tickets free agents, they, they tend not to sign with the Islanders anyway for whatever reason, uh, and that's a, a different issue for a different show. But the one guy on the roster who could really help advance the Islanders, that's Oliver Wallstrom. Because, you know, look, you could sit there and talk about Horvat and what he did and didn't do with the Islanders. But if you combine his Canucks stats and his Islanders stats, he's still north of 35 goals. But when it comes to, you know, most of the other players on this roster, you're not going to get a lot more production from them. You know, maybe you can get three or four more goals from J.G. Pajot. Or if Barzal and Parisi stay, uh, Barzal and Palmieri, rather, stay healthy, maybe you get a little bit more offensive production from them. But none of the other players on this roster... Uh, really have the capability of making a big jump offensively of going from, you know, you know, Simon Holmstrom had six goals in 50 games. He's not ready yet to to turn into a 25-goal guy. But the one guy on the team who might remains Oliver Wallstrom. And he may hold the key to the Islanders taking that next step. But First, you've got to take a look at his numbers. And here's the thing about Wally. He's only 22 years old. He'll turn 23 in a little less than a month. So he's still relatively young. He is not really quite in his prime yet. And at 6'2", 205, you know, the bigger power forward types, and we mentioned that Wallstrom mentioned it uh, getaway day that he wants to develop into that power forward type. Uh, he may be, you know, someone who they don't usually start to mature at age, you know, 21, 22, but 23, 24, 25. That's when your power forwards tend to blossom mostly because they, you know, physically need to mature and grow into their body and, and, and be able to play that style of play against the uh, adults as opposed to playing in juniors or even in the AHL. So it, it's a process, and it takes a little longer. But here's the thing about Oliver Wallstrom. He has never, in his NHL career, played more than 12 and a half minutes per game and has never scored more than 13 goals in a season. And last year, before the injury cut his season short, he played 35 games, had seven goals, 16 points. I did the math. That puts him on pace, if he's healthy for 82 games, 
to 16 goals, which, yeah, would have been a career high, and 37 points. Again, both those numbers would be his best, but not really uh, the, the numbers you need that would be a difference make uh, maker for this offense-starved team. So, assuming Oliver Wallstrom is healthy, what do we expect from Wally? Can we get him from a 16-goal pace to a 25-goal pace? And to me, the answer to that question is, yeah, you probably can if he puts in the work, if he is, you know, ready and willing and able to do it. Yeah, he has the potential. And, you know, the thing about Wallstrom, his shoot, career shot percentage is a little less than 10, 9.7%. He takes shots. He really does. Uh, had 880 attempted shots in 2021-2022 when he played, uh, excuse me, he had 276 attempted shots when he played 73 games. He is a shooter. He has a heavy shot, but he's not the best skater on the team, and he needs to be more responsible in his own end. So, with all of that set up, where in this Islanders roster, where, what line do you put a guy like Oliver Wallstrom in to help maximize his potential to be successful and get you those extra goals you need? That's what we're going to discuss next here on the Locked On Islanders podcast. Today's episode is brought to you by Bird Dogs. Uh, I'll tell you, active individuals, are you tired of sacrificing comfort for style when it comes to active wear? Well, we've got Bird Dogs, the game changer in athletic shorts. They're premium shorts designed for maximum performance combined with unparalleled comfort. I'm actually wearing a pair right now, and I'll tell you, I am a stickler for comfortable clothes. These definitely fit the bill, and they're more than just workout gear. Bird dogs are versatile enough to take with you to, from the gym to the street without skipping a beat. They're designed with pockets that actually work. You could put stuff in them, not going to fall out. And they're made with premium breathable fabric that keeps you cool and dry throughout your activities. Whether it's on trails, the gym, or just lounging around, bird dogs are the shorts you've been searching for. So visit birddogs.com slash LockedOnNHL and enter promo code LockedOnNHL to get a free Custom Bird Dogs Yeti-style tumbler with every order. Bird Dogs, where style meets comfort and performance meets perfection. Get yours now and unleash your true potential. So where do you put Wally? I'll say this. Oliver Wallstrom, because he's a shooter, might be a really good fit on the first line. If you have Bo Horvat, who is the, I'll get in front of the net and get those tips and rebounds and screen the goalie, he's that guy. You have, obviously, Matthew Barzal. He's the, I'm going to skate, and I'm going to uh, move the puck quickly. I'm fast, and I am a good passer. And then you've got the shooter. And that would be Oliver Wallstrom. And to me, those complementary skill sets 
could really make a difference for both Bo Horvat and Oliver Wallstrom, not to mention Matthew Barzal, because Anders Lee was just too similar to Matthew uh, uh, to Bo Horvat when it came to style of play. They're both guys that'll set up in front of the goal, that are not great skaters, that will get those tips and rebounds and deflections. And they didn't help each other's game. They were too much alike to benefit being on a line with each other. And you want a guy like that on, you know, all of your three scoring lines, if not all four, if you could help it. So, to me, Wallstrom would be the missing ingredient that Horvat and and Barzal really didn't have on that top line, and that is a guy who just likes to shoot the puck. And when you have that heavy shot that Oliver Wallstrom brings to the table, I think, you know, that would set up Horvat and help Barzal and, you know, the speed that Barzal brings to the line is a plus. The, the, the lack of speed, but the heavy shot that you get from Wallstrom and, and then Horvat's ability to disrupt things in front, I, I think it's a, a possible winning combination, but you need more from Wally. Wallstrom has to prove, and I think he'll have a better chance to prove it with Lane Lambert than he did with Barry Trotz. He has to prove that he'll be responsible enough defensively and do the things away from the puck that he needs to do and not to take as many kind of, you know, bad penalties as he tended to take. And if he could add, you know, that physical element, that's even better. Look, the penalty minutes are a little bit of a concern. He had 74 penalty minutes in 73 games in 2021-2022, and again, that was only playing 12 minutes a game. And then last year, in 35 games, 32 penalty minutes. Again, I don't mind penalty minutes per se, but I I, I do mind uh, the idea of taking dumb penalties. Penalties where you stop moving your feet, you're a step behind, so you reach out and hook somebody or hold somebody or, uh, you know, trip somebody. And we saw a little bit too much of that from Wallstrom when he was in the lineup. But I think that combination really could work. And the other area that I think that Wallstrom could be helpful, the power play. Uh, In that full season, 2021-2022, Wallstrom had five power play goals. Four power play goals in 44 games the year before, and even had six power play assists. So that's, you know, 10 out of his 21 points came with the man advantage. Well, you know what? Here's the scary thing about it. If he had four power play goals on the Islanders last year, that would tie him for fourth place among Islander players in power play goals, and that was him on the second unit, and that was him not getting a lot of ice time on the power play. So I I, I think Wallstrom could help revive Bo Horvat, complement Matthew Barzal, 
And maybe, just maybe, because he is a shoot-first kind of a guy, on the power play, he could be the trigger man. Up front, you end up with Barzal skating, and, and you end up with Anders Lee or Bo Horvat disrupting. And then the fact that you're separating those guys, if Horvat's on the first power play unit, Lee is ideal for the second power play unit. And... You know, if Wallstrom is your shooter in one of those power play units, Brock Nelson is your shooter in the other. And maybe Nelson deserves to be on that first power play unit. And and you move, you know, uh, uh, Wally to the second. But the point is that you're building more options out there for how you can handle the power play and more weapons. But the thing is, and it's, like almost critical that Oliver Wallstrom actually steps up and does it because look let's let's face certain facts William Dufour probably still another year or two away Matthew Maggio probably a year or two away Ruslan Iskakov probably another year away those three guys who are among your your top prospects those three or four guys they are all probably going to get some ice time with the Islanders when injuries hit, when guys slump, or if one of them really starts tearing things up at the AHL level. But they're not really, they don't appear to be ready just yet. But boy, if, if Oliver Wallstrom can make that jump, if the Islanders get another 10 to 12 goals from Wally this year, Get him up to 20, let's say. Let, let's say he get 13 goals in a full season gets you up to 20, which is really an increase of four in his pace. But you get that extra 13 goals that takes you from 22nd in the league probably to around 17th or 18th. It gets you into the middle of the pack. And if you can get the power play from... And, and they're going to need a new power play coach as well and probably a new quarterback of the power play. But if you can get the power play up from, let's say, 30th, where it was this year, to something in the high teens, 17, 18, if you can get the defense to be average, or the offense to be average, and the defense continues to be top five in the league, and you still have your Ilya Sorokin, Semyon Varlamov goaltending duo, you go from being a really barely getting into the playoffs team to a team that could do more. It's not the end-all and be-all. It wouldn't solve all of this team's problems, but it certainly would help and set them in the right direction. And Islander fans have to be hoping that Oliver Wallstrom takes that step. And I think that first line is ideally where you want him. You could slot him into the third line, possibly, as well. But let's see what the Islanders end up doing when it comes to Oliver Wallstrom and what Wally earns, because it's going to be vital to the future performance of this team. We have got more to get to on today's show. We're going to look ahead at Matt Martin. What was his season like? What is his what did he do well? What did he not do well? Did he meet expectations? And what is his future with this team like? We've got all that and more still to come on today's Locked On Islanders podcast. 
Today's episode is brought to you by eBay Motors for a championship team. It's all about making sure every player is a perfect fit. Well, it's the same when it comes to your vehicle. Every part needs to fit just right. So next time you need parts and accessories, head to eBay Motors. With eBay Guaranteed Fit, you could be sure that each part you need fits right the first time around. Just add your ride to my garage and look for the green check to know your part will fit or your money back. Because just like in sports, confidence is the name of the game when you shop on eBay Motors. And with over 122 million parts to choose from, you'll be back in the game in no time. After all, it's easy to bring home a win when all the right parts are guaranteed. So get the right parts, the right fit, and the right prices on ebaymotors.com. Let's ride. eBay guaranteed fit, only available to U.S. customers, eligible items only, exclusions apply. All right, time for us to continue our player-by-player look at the New York Islanders. And today, we're going to look at Matty Martz, Matt Martin. And Martin, uh, let's be honest, he had a career-best year, tying his previous total with 19 points in a season. Uh, He had seven goals, which was his highest total since 2015 2016, his 12 assists were a career high, and he was a plus player for the first time since 2018-2019 with a plus four, only had 63 penalty minutes in 81 games. Martin, part of the identity line, still one of those guys who's going to give you the physicality. 295 hits last year. That was the most he had since 2016-2017 when he played for the Toronto Maple Leafs. And he also blocked 43 shots, which was his best since his first full season in the league in 2010-2011. So Matt Martin doing a lot of things better than he has in a while. And he even had a goal in the playoffs for the Islanders in their win in Game 3, and it turned out to be an important goal at that. The thing about Matt Martin, he is a veteran. He knows his role. He plays it to the hilt. He may have provided a little more offense, but overall maybe a uh, a little less willing to drop the gloves. But again, that part of hockey is sort of being not completely phased out, but scaled back. And we know, in a pinch, Matt Martin will be the guy who is more than willing to stick up for his teammates. Look, if the Islanders are looking to get younger, faster, and more skilled, Matt Martin isn't checking any of those boxes, but he's reliable, he's tough, he's a leader, and, you know, he's the kind of guy who, if he stays healthy, can still contribute to your fourth line. He doesn't cost a lot on the cap. The cap hit is $1.5 million per year. And this year coming up is the last year on Matt Martin's contract. So even if he is back, uh, this is almost certainly going to be his last year in orange and blue. And the thing about Matt Martin, uh, is that he is, like, if you were to trade Matt Martin and even bring in a guy at, or the league minimum, you're not going to save more than 
$750,000 as your cap hit. So it, it, it seems to me that, you know, Matt Martin, if Lula Amarillo does indeed stay, Matt Martin is most likely going to be back. He could play either wing, 34 years old, so that's, you know, he's not a spring chicken anymore, uh, and he'll turn 35 after next season, during the playoffs next year. So, you know, this this is likely Matt Martin's last year on the island. He gives you the, the, the physicality, the toughness. He's 6'3", 220, knows his role, and uh, I would say if Lou Lamorello is back, Matt Martin is probably back for one more go-round with the Islanders. Time now for our Islanders' birthday of the day. And uh, this is a little obscure, but we are going to mention that uh, Friday is going to be the 35th birthday of former Islanders defenseman Ty Wishart. Wishart, a native of Belleville, Ontario, a first-round pick of the San Jose Sharks back in 2006, and made his NHL debut with the Tampa Bay Lightning in 2008-2009, played five games, picked up an assist, was with the Islanders organization for 2010-2011 and 2011-2012, and then spent the entire 2012-2013 season in Bridgeport. Never played more than 20 games in a season with the Isles. That was 11-12. Had... uh, in that year, one goal and four assists, 10 penalty minutes, and was a plus five on the plus minus. He's a, you know, pretty big guy, 6'4", 222, had some offensive ability. We go back and remember what was a magic moment for Ty Wishart, February 13th, 2011, at the HSBC Arena in Buffalo, Islanders hosting the Buffalo Sabres, Ryan, uh, uh, visiting rather, the Buffalo Sabres, Ryan Miller, the goalie for Buffalo, and uh, Miko Koskinen got the start for the Islanders, but he was relieved by Al Montoya, and in this game, Ty Wishart scored his first NHL goal. It was a power play goal that at the time put the Islanders ahead 6-5. to five. Milan Yersina and Josh Bailey drew assists, but The Sabres tied it, went to overtime, and Michael Grabner won it in OT for the Isles. And yeah, that was the only career NHL goal for Ty Wishart. He continued to play hockey in Europe, played in Sweden, Germany, Slovakia, Czechia, Austria, and Germany uh, before hanging up his skates after the 2021-2022 season. So Ty Wishart is our Islanders' birthday of the day, and uh, we wish him all the best on this occasion. want to thank everyone for making Locked On Islanders your first listen every day, every dayers. Tomorrow, we continue our player-by-player look at the Islanders' roster as we take a peek at the season Sebastian Ajo had, and we'll also uh, go into a little bit more of an in-depth discussion on Pierre Engvall's future with the team. So make sure you join us for that. Until then, have a great day, everybody. Stay safe. And of course, let's go Islanders.